Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. Been a nasty week, Derek. <laughs> it's been, yes, it, nasty is the word for it. Nasty it's, weather. Although it does kind of, I kind of like driving in this kind of snow, so it, it was kind of fun for me, but you always get trapped behind some idiot who uh, doesn't know how to drive. Or... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've gotten a couple of good dumpings the last this last week mm-hmm. of snow today. Last it's finally winter, and I was, see you was... have a heck of a lot more snow than I do. Yeah, we got we really got hammered. We've got a couple inches, like I think in some areas. Like my snowbanks aren't that big, but uh, driving down your street, <laughs> you only got a couple inches out in Bowenville. Yeah, it's not much. We didn't get really? much snow. Yeah, and we got a couple of feet. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It's a big difference. You got like wow. three or four times we did. We got winter. You don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got fall. <laughs> Late fall. <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, absolutely hammered yesterday, and you know what? With the the wind was just cruising through as well. Yes, it has been windy, and it reminds me of uh, the winters out on the prairies. Oh yeah, yeah, just the wind just howling through. Uh, it's just white out snow. Yeah, you know, it's just blowing the sun. Yeah, it makes it look more like worse than it actually is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it was been pretty brutal, and uh, the good thing about uh, yesterday having the big dump was I uh, was working. Mm-hmm. And my wife didn't start till four in the afternoon. My son didn't start work till four in the afternoon. And my daughter had a snow day. So ah. I came home to a shoveled driveway. Nice. It was beautiful. Beauty. I just got to bark my truck, walk yeah. out of my truck into the front of the house and <laughs> not have to go back out. Yeah. When I, uh, I got up a little bit earlier this morning, went out and started uh, shoveling and uh, Siobhan came out and joined me and helped me shovel the driveway. It's like, well. Thanks. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> I know. I wasn't expecting that. It was. I really appreciated it. We had a bit of a an incident in our back deck because the snow was piled up about two feet against the back of the house. Oh. So you slowly open the sliding glass door <laughs> and quickly grab the shovel and remove all that snow yeah. so it doesn't come in. Yeah. Unfortunately, the dog runs out <laughs> and he realizes how deep the snow is. So he takes two steps out the door and poops. Oh, right there. Right there. Like he had a, <laughs> he was two steps out Gotta the go. door and we're doing it right here because it's too deep to go any farther. <laughs> and then you flicked it into the neighbor's driveway? Yeah, pretty much. Backyard. backyard. Yeah, I just put the, <laughs> put the shovel under it and flicked it wherever. Like, I don't know. Could be in a tree for It's all gone. We don't it's know where gone. it went. <laughs> it's gone. And uh, yeah, no, so this morning or yesterday morning there, I was uh, uh, out there shoveling first thing in the morning so he didn't do it again. But uh, just grab the shovel quickly and make a little path for him. Yeah. And then a big circle. <laughs> so he can circle. So, so, well, so that there's one area. Yeah. So you're not all over the lawn. Exactly. You don't have all these. When, when mind, the thaw happens. This minefield. In, yeah. In the spring. Yeah. See, that's using the old smarts. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you, you, you contain him to one area. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's, uh, it was brutal. It was trying to, there, there was a massive snowplow coming down the street. Couldn't even see him till he's about. Maybe 50 feet ahead of me. Oh, yeah? Just, it was just white out. You couldn't see a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was uh, a bit a bit huh. brutal there. But now uh, we got it all all sorted out, and now we got a ton of snow. And, yeah. You know, uh, I went into work. Um, no problems. Came out at the end of the day, and I don't know if it was the cold. Maybe there was a chip or something, but now I got this big crack <laughs> along the entire bottom. And it just showed up. It just showed up. It wasn't there when I went in. Do they I, snow blow at your work? Nope. Huh. No, the, it was already plowed at that point. Huh. 
So I don't know what the is. There had to have been a chip and then just got cold. Or yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it's an extension of the cr- the crack that was there before. Little no, small one no, the they corner. don't touch. Oh no, huh. no. There's a little one in the corner, a, a tiny little crack in the one corner. But yeah, this one starts by the the windshield wiper and just goes just above the two windshield yeah. wipers and down through the other windshield wiper. And well, at least it's not in front of your eyes. No, no. I mean, there's that, but still, you're just like, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> and then the dog got car sick in the truck. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I, I saw that God. on your Facebook. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's, he's laying on this back seat, and, of course, it hits the door. Into the door pocket. Into the giant door pocket. <laughs> and they're solid, right? So it's just sitting there yeah it's like oh no cross the seat <laughs> down into the where are you taking the dog to oh i had to, i had to drop my daughter off at uh work oh and, uh, so you brought the dog yeah yeah so i thought you know what? i'm gonna take her for a little car ride because yeah it's been a bit nasty so he hasn't been out very much you know so uh, for his long walk so well it didn't work <laughs> out and it was actually my daughter's hey why don't you bring the dog Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. You're it out. Yeah, I just texted her back. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sits there on the way because it was bad weather. There was nowhere to pull over on the side of the highway. Oh, so like there was nowhere to pull over safely. Yeah. So he had to sit there all the way home. <laughs> and he's just looking because he's got it on his legs and everything. Oh no! And he's just looking at me all so pathetic, right? Yeah. Because he's in the backseat, so I just look behind Whoa. once in a while, and he's got this look <laughs> on his face. I'm like, oh my god, you're looking so pathetic. <laughs> oh, poor doggy. And then Tim Hortons today or yesterday? Oh, I saw that. I on keep your... thinking today's Tim <laughs> yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. You know what? I. I would like to first off thank all the people that don't know how to drive in the snow. I'd like to thank them for staying home. <laughs> Made the drive in beautiful. Uh, and there no sarcasm there. I'm actually yeah. saying <laughs> there was a lot of people stayed home, apparently. <laughs> uh, there's I, I, I backed out of my, my driveway because with all the cars, I've got to park close to the fence. So I couldn't get close to the fence to... Uh, brush off the truck. Yeah. So I got half my truck done and I backed out yeah. and I did the other half of my truck. And there's this lady I see every morning. We always do the little wave. I've never actually spoken to her in the yeah. last few years that she's been walking her. She's got a little Rottweiler, right? Yeah. And uh, so I always give a wave. And today, or uh, yesterday, oh my head. Uh, if I ever say today, yeah, I mean yesterday. Uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm swi- wiping off and she comes around with the dog and the dog sees me and just gets all goofy all and comes running over. And, and I've always been very wary of Rottweilers because yeah. I've known a few. Um, but yeah, oh, goofy and playing and huh, tugging good. at the, the leash, like trying to pull it out of her hand so she yeah. can get over and see me. And, well, at least he wasn't trying to gnaw your arm off. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's a good day. So, you know what? Played with the dog a bit, had a chat with this lady I've never chatted with, had the truck all brushed off, hit the the main drag there and hardly any traffic. I sailed right into work. Yeah. I'm thinking, this is awesome day. And then I pulled into Tim Horton's drive-thru. Dude got stuck, which happens because there was a good foot and a half of snow. Yeah. But he turned his van off and just left. Just walked away. Just walked away. Huh. So when you pull into this Tim Horton's, when you look at it, um, it's, it's like a round Tim Hortons, yeah. uh, drive through, right? Yeah. It's drive through, but there's a building in the middle of this circle, the drive through so, that they have their garbages in there. They got some storage in there, that sort of stuff, but it blocks the, the speaker. 
where you pull up to. Okay. So this van got stuck right there. So it looks like he's waiting for somebody. Yeah. Okay. So it just doesn't click that. That van's got no lights on, which <laughs> is not, if you know anything about Scarborough, is not abnormal. Not <laughs> so as I'm pulling in, my take my eyes off the van because there's a guard, you know, they have the three garbage can thing. Yep. Has the recycle, yep. the paper, the can, bottles and cans sort of thing. Well, somebody hit it. And I'm, so all of a sudden my attention's on that. I'm thinking, somebody hit that. Like, wow. So I'm not even looking at that. So now I'm a, coming around and I'm behind him. And, and I'm like, he's not he's going not anywhere. There. Oh, there's no one in there. It's turned <laughs> off. So then I've got to back out. Oh, the big roundabout. The big roundabout. Yeah. I had to back up. And of course there's ice, there's snow, and there's like, <laughs> and I'm using multiple colorful words at yeah. this point. Uh, and I get out, finally get out. Um, and now I know why that garbage can was hit. Because I wasn't the first one. To back up. <laughs> to back up. So I get out, I do this three-point turn, and I'm about to pull away, and he comes over. Dude yeah. comes running, oh, I'm stuck. And I'm just like, no, mm, Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I just went, he ruined my day. I went up one side <laughs> and down the other. I'm saying like, put some blinkers on. Yeah. You're hazards. Let people know. You know, take that garbage can that was hit. Yeah. Block the, the, the drive through so people yeah. know you can't get in. Or exactly. better yet, stay out there and wave people off. Yeah. <laughs> My final words to him, you, sir, are a dick. <laughs> I, I drove away. I, oh, I was, I didn't get a coffee. I didn't walk in for a coffee. I was just so annoyed at this point. You just left. So I just left. And I was just like, oh, man. So, but other than that, yeah, it was a great, it was a great drive in. I hit every light perfectly. I was, no traffic, no nothing. And then I went to Timmy's for a coffee. Everything went downhill. Everything went downhill yeah. from there. So, um, I uh, had a chit chat with my dad the other day because we were talking about magazines. Yes. You were, we were, we did the uh, thing on the, uh, adventure journal and yeah. you were going to check it out. And I was looking at, um, magazines to get for my dad for, for Christmas. Right. Mm -hmm. And I got him this uh, train model train magazine and I gave it a, a questionable name as, uh, <laughs> as, as one would want to as do. As one would want to do because we were in a mood that yep. day and I'm thinking it's probably not going to go through and it did. And my dad got his new magazine with the, <laughs> I can't really say the name because <laughs> this is supposed to be a family show. Yeah. Let's just say his first name is Jiggly Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they get their mail delivered right to their house either. <laughs> By the mailman. <laughs> By the mailman. I do too. So I still, do you have, I still have a mailman. We got one of those mailboxes that's yeah. just on the road here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so every every month the mailman comes up and goes, oh, got a new model railroader magazine for Mr. Jiggly Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I sort of experienced the same issue with mine because, well, it was, uh, it was actually during the episode that we were recording and talking about Adventure Journal that I actually subscribed to it. Yes. And, uh, so when I subscribe, there's a bonus you get, you can buy the current version now and they'll ship it out right away. And, and then you get the next four magazines. It's 60 bucks for the year type thing. Right. Anyways. So I, being the smartest that I was, I 
subscribed as uh, Douche de la Canoe because, you know, Douche Canoe was is not really... It doesn't sound I, exotic. I, I, yeah, I wanted it to be exotic. Yeah. Sof- sophisticated. Yeah. So, Douche de la Canoe. Douche de la Canoe. Which wouldn't have been a problem except for the fact that uh, the first one came because it was a... It was a previous magazine, so it was already issued. So they just shoved it in a bag inside another bag and just shipped it off. And then it came as the full subscription price of uh, 90 bucks or something like that, including the back issue. So Custom says, hey, this is a book, $100 book. We want taxes and duties. It's like, oh. <laughs> so I had to go. It, actually, Adventure Journal fixed it all up. They sent me money to cover the... Uh, the cost of the uh, of uh, customs, but uh, I had to go to the post office and <laughs> I had to talk to the lady behind the counter and say, "Yeah, you have a package for me." Uh, yeah, ID, please. I gave her the ID. And she goes, uh, "The name doesn't match." I was told the name doesn't match. Uh, I, I then I said, "I was a smartass. It's a magazine subscription." <laughs> and she looked at it again and she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Camus, Mr. Douche de la Canoe. <laughs> well, you don't think you're actually going to have to meet somebody face to face and explain your name, right? Wow. Well. <laughs> it's, it's a magazine subscription. <laughs> and it and they told me it doesn't matter whose name is on it. So I called yeah. ahead. I said, listen, I, uh, I, I don't have my own name on this subscription. Can I just pick it up? Just as long as it's the same address, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, the address was the same. <laughs> But man, am I ever impressed with this uh, Adventure Journal uh, magazine? Well, you've looked at They're it. They're huge. Eh? It's it's huge. It's like a book. It's uh, the quality, the photography. It's a nice magazine. Yeah, it's almost too nice to read. I know. Did you read one yet? I, I've uh, I've gone through both of them. I've read half the stories in each. Oh, you've read? Okay, you've actually read I've, them. I've cherry picked the articles. Okay, because you know you've got a bit of a. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> But these are magazines. They're easy to read, right? Oh, so it's like a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Derek. I won't read a real book, but I'll read a magazine because it's not the There's same more thing. pictures. There's more, more pictures. pictures. <laughs> there's pictures in this. It's a graphic novel. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah there's some really nice photos in there. The, I those know. magazines are really well done. Yeah. And today I got my Paddling Bars Guide because I subscribe to uh, to uh, the, what is it? Uh, Paddle paddle something paddling magazine is yeah the paddling magazine. anyways so i signed up as douche to look canoe for that one too well yeah those are the people that you know sponsor the paddling film festival that we're hoist, hoisting hoisting oh hosting? yes yes yes, 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 yes. <laughs> those guys <laughs> yes yeah. wow wow but they don't know who i am well i'm gonna go to the, <laughs> i'm gonna go incognito hey, <laughs> yeah, this is derek aka Mr. Lacanoe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If, if uh, <clears throat> anybody thinks we are juvenile, then you are 100% correct. correct. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I posted a thing on Facebook there, my Facebook page, saying, you know, with the addresses out, yes. with, you know, uh, so a gift subscription to, and then the name, and then from, and then me. <laughs> and one of my friends... 
what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I what, saw that. What is actually wrong with you? I born this way, but you can't buy entertainment like this. And right now, there is a mailman explaining to his buddies, dude, I handed this magazine and here was what was on. He's probably took a, a picture of it yeah. and he's showing his buddies because they're not going to believe. So really, has anybody lost in this? No. I I had fun doing it. My dad got a really good laugh. The mailman <laughs> has got a great story. Everybody yeah. wins. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win, baby. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, those are some pretty nice magazines you got there, man. I know. I'll have to uh, yeah. borrow them from you. Yes, absolutely. And you are on a no beer month. Week. No beer week. Oh, no, no beer week. I'm, I, yeah, it's... Oh, so I brought Sean beer, but I didn't bring myself beer. Pretty River Lagered Ale from North Winds Brewery. Yeah. Up in Blue Mountain. And I'm drinking a uh, Dose Organic Basil Cold Pressed Juice. What's in that? Um, Maple water, lemon, maple syrup, chia seeds, basil. Is it chia seeds or chai seeds? Chia. Like a chia pet? Chia, You're going to turn into a chia pet. Yes. Drinking that stuff. Wow. Yeah. I'm drinking beer and Derek is drinking, drinking healthy. Yeah. He's juice. And, and and this is all I'm drinking all week is these bottles of juice. No food? No food. No intake other than I'm allowed to have tea, decaffeinated tea and stuff like that. I know. You got the goofballs there, the uh the <clears throat> giant cheese balls from Costco. Cheese balls. 992 grams. Comes in a big old Bucket. Bucket. <laughs> and it's ten, half gone. A 10 liter container. With real cheese. <laughs> oh, I've only got, wait. I hope that's not the expiry date. 19th of May. Oh, is it the 19th of May 2018? Or is it 2019, May 18th? There you go. I'm hoping so. <laughs> wow. I don't think those, those things go bad. No, no, they're well preserved. I don't even think there's anything real food-wise in these anyway. 100% pure chemical. Yeah. No matter what that ingredient. Oh, there's cornmeal in it. Vegetable oil. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That could explain a few things. Because <laughs> me and corn don't really agree don't with agree, each other. Yeah. yeah. I can take that home. I can eat it next week. Stop me if you've heard this one. Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we we bought one of those. Actually, the, the container is great for packing stuff in. Yeah. Like for camping. I or, pack the kids' toys in them. Yeah. I, yeah. I get the pretzel things, the same ones from Costco. Yeah, it's good for ropes. Yeah. And all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Just small stuff you can pack in, <laughs> throw it in your canoe or something yeah. like that, and it's good to go. <laughs> all righty. So we are going to, we got a big thing to talk about here today. Do we? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. So before we get into it, um, let's take a quick break here, and then we come back and we'll discuss. Uh, they are a type of dry suit. From they, Portugal. Yes, subskin. Subskin and paddle skin. So we're going to talk about those today. So let's take a quick break and we'll come back and because like I say, it's a big thing and I don't want to stop halfway through. Yep. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, 
So if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. So I've always looked at, uh, when we're, we're paddling in the spring, we're paddling in the fall, you know, we've, when it's in the canoe, um, I've never been able to afford a proper dry suit. Yes. Uh, they're, they're rather pricey. It's pricey and it's really hard for the amount, like for me. I chose not to buy one because I, I figure if I ever do need a spring dry suit, I'm going to rent one, right? Mm-hmm. So I could never justify it. I think just like once a year, well, twice 1500 a year. Well, 1500 bucks, something like that. That's a lot enough, of money. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. That's big. Uh, I've never used a dry suit. Um, Nearby. I believe in the, uh, yeah, like I say, partially because, but I don't, I don't go exceptionally early in the year or stay late out in the year. I do have a dry suit and, you know, I do the stick as close to shore as possible. Yeah. So basically if I tip out, I'm basically hitting my head on shore (laughs) sort of thing. But I don't do, I don't do too much of the paddling at at that point anyway. So I definitely don't do it during the winter. Yeah. So like I say, it's one of those things that I've always thought, yeah, you know what? I I, got to buy one at some point, especially now that I'm doing the kayaking stuff. I definitely got to look at one. And I've looked at some of them and they're big and they're bulky and they're... They seem awkward, eh? They they do. Yeah. You know, like stiff and all that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Not as bad as a wetsuit. A wetsuit is very stiff. It's not... You know, you don't... You lose a lot of mobility, especially when you go up to a six mil wetsuit and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's... uh, uh, yeah, I always found it, it's that neck gusset, right? Like yeah. I, I'm used to uh, scuba diving, so I'm aware I, I have a dry suit for scuba diving and stuff. I can't imagine paddling in it. Yeah, uh, not very flexible either. And you, I think you'd feel contained, like you're like you're in a baggie. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, blah. So. <laughs> so I saw in passing the other day. Um, there was this little article that came onto, I can't, I think it was Twitter, maybe Twitter or Instagram or something. And it was paddle skin. Okay. So checking that out and I ended up on SUP skin, S-U-P skin, stand up paddleboard yeah. skin. Okay. And they're out of Portugal. Yes. So just a bit of, a, a bit of background, Wolfgang Lieb. Uh, an Austrian guy was participating in the Austrian stand-up paddleboard championships 2011 and he lost. Disappointed, he decided he's got to start training a lot more, but winter arrived and there was no suitable clothing for winter training. So he decided, I got to, I got to do something. I got to look into something. And he experimented with different ideas and such. And he came up with the world's first paddle suit prototype uh, in in his basement. And that's what they say is the next great thing's going to come from your basement. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah. 
And it kept him warm uh, and he was able to go down the water for the full year, uh, like all winter. Yeah. Right. And the first race of the next season, everybody's getting over, you know, winter because they haven't been out all winter. Yeah. No training. Right. Yeah. Coach potatoes. And he didn't have that problem and he ended up winning the race. So everybody's like, well, dude, what are you doing? And, and they checked out and, uh, yeah. So Supskin was founded. And they began producing these suits for the stand-up paddleboard racing community and other uh, paddlers in need of a yes. functional winter winter wear. Yeah. And as it uh, grew, they took things to the new to the next level, and they moved everything to Lisbon, Portugal, which apparently is Europe's hub for technical textile. So economics, since whatever they decided to move the company, where they start yeah. at. It was in Austria. Austria. They yeah. started in Austria. Yeah, he's Austrian. They so. moved it to Lisbon. Wolfgang Lieb, also known as Wolfie. And they continue to their drive uh, innovation in all aspects of technical wear for stand-up paddling. So that's what he did. He invented this paddling, stand-up yeah, paddleboard yeah. dry yeah, suit. Exactly. That'll, yeah. that'll last all winter. So they have, and again, it's Supskin, S-U-P-S-K-I-N dot com. So they have men's and women's suits. They come in many sizes from extra small to extra, extra large. And they have uh, made to measure as well. So if you're ordering these online, you can do the made to measure. Get a custom fit one. And get a custom, put all your, your measurements in there and then you can get custom fit one. Huh. They go anywhere from 499 to 699 euro, which is 760 to one thousand and sixty dollars Canadian, or five hundred and seventy to eight hundred dollars US. Yeah. So they're not that bad. I mean, yeah. like I say, I'm looking at a dry suit that's fifteen hundred bucks. If I can get one for a thousand, and it's more comfortable, more flexible. Yeah. Provides winter warmth. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. You just got to order them from Portugal. Yes. Yes. Now, they have four designs, but if you're not sure on if you see like. The first one's the ultimate, is winter touring. You're thinking, that's the one for me. You can order one on a trial basis. What? You order it. Yeah. You give them the size you want. Now, they're not going to do a made-to-measure one. Yeah. They'll, yeah, I, mean, I need an extra, extra large or whatever. They'll send you one. You pay for it. Yep. Regular price for it. You pay for it. They send it to you. You use it. You keep the container. They brought it. They sent it to you in. Yep. And you use it, and if you like it, you keep it. Or if you don't like it, you return it. You return it, and they huh. give you your money back. Huh. So you get to test it first. Yeah. Or if good. you say, I, I want one, but I need it made to measure, then you send it back. They keep your money, and they make you one to measure sort of yeah. deal, right? Which is which is beauty. Because there's a lot of them I was looking at last year. I was seriously looking at getting one last year, and no one had any in stock. And it was all, buy one online, buy one online, buy one online. Well- why am I going to buy one online when I don't even know what size fits me? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to buy an extra large and find out I need an extra, extra large, or I just need a large. So like the, uh, the, the sizes, like when it comes to sizes, is it, is it the size price by size or is it price by type? Uh, price by type. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, the ultimate is the expensive one, right? The ultimate. Yeah. But so it's still only a thousand dollars Canadian. Yeah. That's a that's a darn good price. And it, it is. It looks flexible. I'm looking at the video right now of, of all these people paddling on paddle boards in their uh, little jump shoots, and uh, 
they look very flexible and comfortable and you see the guy floating in the water you can see that he's floating it's waterproof well and that's the thing that got me was the fact that it all looks well some of them they they look like prison jumpsuits for lack yes, of a better yeah. term except they're not orange you know like you're thinking uh, orange is the new black yeah, that tv yeah. show or, or or kill bill with uh yeah yeah you know and and that's not i mean that's what they look like yeah some of them look like but yeah they're not uh they they definitely don't uh strike you as one of the heavy no it looks super light re- yeah they yeah. do look really so like i say there's four designs we'll start with the the ultimate winter touring the ultimate is the ultimate winter paddling suit for comfortable paddling in most adverse conditions, cold temperatures, strong winds, and freezing water. So, I mean, if you're going early spring, late fall into the winter, that one's for you. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, it's it it uh, it provides all the winter warmth and and waterproofness. It's got uh, it's even got the integrated booties, and it looks like something that like if you're going on a spring or a late fall trip. Like something like that, where you you know you you expect to get wet, but you you want to be protected, right? Yeah. Combination of effective thermal insulation and adaptable breathability keeps you warm during winter touring and cruising, even at your normal pulse range. They do a lot of stuff about the pulse range and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Looser cut allows extra layers underneath for more comfort and performance in extreme conditions. Adaptable windproof, waterproof. Uh, membrane for extra breathability and thermal insulation. Active silver finishing provide prevents body odors and is antibacterial for freshness. And another thing they got blue sign. Approved fabric ensures sustainability, sustainable and environmental, sustainable and <laughs> oh, I can't even speak now. And environment friendly textile production. Yeah. The weight a thousand grams. Which is what, like three and a half pounds? Yeah, uh, two point two. A thousand grams would be. There's thousand. Or sorry, grams yeah, yeah, kilo, thousand right? grams. Yeah, yeah, two point two. Sorry, so I, 2. I'm pounds. thinking about the the new, the new one. There is fifteen hundred. The new math. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> my new math. Wear the ultimate for long paddle tours in the toughest winter conditions with temperatures below zero degrees, if necessary, with additional layers under it. They say it's good from minus ten to plus fifteen Celsius. Mm-hmm. Now the minus ten, they're saying. Is with just like a single underwear layer. Yeah. So if you add extra layers, you're going to be able to go better than minus exactly. 10. Exactly, yeah. Right? So that's you the ultimate. You put on some thermals or something underneath. Yeah. And... Yeah. Put a couple other things underneath there just to bulk up and then you throw that on top. Hmm. That's like, wow. Uh, the Dynamic is a racing and performance one uh, for ambitious flat water paddlers. And again, these are stand-up paddle boards for what what they've built these for, stand-up paddle boarding. Okay, yes. Yep. The racy slim fit with four-way stretch allows a full range of movement. Well, it's nice that it's stretchy. Yeah. Well, because when you're thinking of a stand-up paddle board, stretchy. when we went paddle boarding, yeah. you're kneeling, you're, yeah, you're bent so over, you're standing, you're, you're yeah. paddling, yeah. all that. So it needs to stretch. Lightweight, high breathability fabric optimized for intense and enduring session, maximizing race and training performance. So you're going fast, right? Fast movement and stuff. And it ventilates, it, it's breathable. So it's, yeah. So then it talks about the pulse rate, normal pulse rate. You can, you can a high performance output and, and you're not going to get soaking wet like you're in a Ziploc bag or something. Right. Three layer fabric combines water and windproofness with high breathability, even when wet, as well as four way stretch. Weight 800 grams. Huh. 
Wear the Dynamic for serious flat water paddle sessions and races when it's getting colder in the spring and autumn. With the right layers underneath, it works on winter days too. Says 5 to 25 degrees. Huh. So if you can put some warm stuff underneath, yeah. you're going to get better than that. The third one is called The Magic. It's heavy duty. The Magic is made to fall in again and again. Stay dry, safe, and warm. So basically, if we would have kept on stand-up paddleboarding, this would have been for us. Yes. Just to fall in again and again. Yes, <laughs> yeah. A 100% waterproof white water or winter downwind dry suit with reinforcements on legs and hips. High breathability is maintained when the suit is wet. Three-layer fabric combines water and windproofness with high breathability, even when wet and four-way stretch. 1,500 grams. So it's a bit heavier. Which is 3.3 pounds. Yeah. Wear the magic whenever we know it's gonna. Whenever you know it's gonna fall, you're gonna fall a lot. Such as whitewater river tours or winter downwind sessions, zero to twenty degrees. And that's in Celsius, right? In Celsius, Celsius yeah. yes, degrees Celsius. So yeah, you know if you're if you're because you see the people doing the whitewater stand up paddleboarding. Yeah. If you're doing that, you're going to fall in a lot. This is perfect. Oh yeah. The last one's called the X Light, and it's for summer. The X-Lite is the first uh, stand-up paddleboard summer dry suit developed for high-performance race paddling in warmer conditions and as a permanent companion on summer stand-up paddleboard tours. It's super lightweight, highly breathable, while wind and waterproof when you need it. The extreme stretch makes it almost unnoticeable. Huh. So you could like wear this under your t-shirt and yeah. shorts sort of thing, right? Sounds like it's almost like you're wearing like a loose spandex or something. Yeah. It is easily packed in the included roll-top belt bag. <laughs> nice. A lightweight solution to take along as a backup. Be prepared for those sudden weather changes. So, yeah, if you're paddling That's along perfect. and then all of a sudden the, the sky just changes. open up. Yeah. You pop that baby on and, yep. and yes, it's like in a, a fanny pack sort of thing, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Fast drying properties. You like fanny packs? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you even just think, said it's awesome. I don't, well, the fact that you can <laughs> wear it as a fanny yes, pack. That is that is yeah. a cool idea. Throw it in your yeah. backpack, whatever. Fast drying properties make it uh, also an excellent summer suit for stand-up paddleboard foiling and windsurf foiling. Two-layer fabric as opposed to the other ones that are all three. Yeah. Uh, high breathability, ultra high breathability, and again, the four-way stretch. 550 grams. So that's like pound and a half or something. Yeah. Wear the X-Lite for serious flat water paddle sessions and races on colder summer days. 10 to 25 degrees Celsius. So those are pretty cool, eh? Yeah. I mean, they, they really sound like... And they've been testing these out. Like the race one, they've been actually using in races and stuff like that for seven years now. I think I'd be more inclined to get one of these over top of getting a normal dry suit. I think mine would come down to, am I getting the heavy duty or am I getting the winter touring? Yes. The ultimate or yes. the magic. Yeah. So that's that's what that comes down to. So more about their, their suits here. Like I said, I was, I was at uh, um, supskin.com and I'm checking out. They get a lot of information. There's a lot of videos there. Said so the arms, shoulders, backs, hips, legs are engaged in big movements requiring lightweight wear with good stretch. In intense sessions, we produce heat and sweat. The material needs to absorb and transfer heat and moisture to the outside, which is what their fabric does. They're big on their fabric and where it comes from and how it's made and all that sort of stuff. Eh? Yeah. When you when you start reading all this stuff, 
From time to time we fall, which can be uncomfortable or even dangerous. We need water resistance and zero soaking wear. Very important. Very, especially in the colder months. Oh. We paddle into the wild away from shore. It's crucial to stay warm and comfortable until we get back to a safe place. Huh. So yeah, so when you're way out there and something happens, you need something to put on. Or exactly. you need to be wearing something yeah. because, hey, yeah, you fall. Even like Lake Ontario and that in the middle of summer. If you it's fall in, cold. it's still. That's a cold yeah. lake. Yeah. And they've done hundreds of hours of research, development, testing, and they've combined, uh, created these paddle suits that combine water resistance and breathability, lightness and stretch, dedicated paddle wear that doesn't interfere with your performance and helps you paddle longer, faster and safer. So it, yeah, it helps you stay out there. And if you do fall in, you're, you're going to stay dry. You're going to stay warmer, all that sort of thing. Right. Uh, fabrics provide the optimum, optimal combination of insulation, stretch, breathability, water rolls off, doesn't soak in, which is exactly what you want. And they go, they go into talking about some of their, how they make some of it. The seams are waterproof. They glue a tape onto the inside of each seam. And I mean, I don't get, I've never gotten into the science or anything, but they say the correct combination of fabric and tape, as well as heat and speed in the application process are crucial for the durability of the suit's waterproofness. Yeah. I figure it was just a regular heat activated tape that you'd put on. Oh, I see what you mean. I didn't know that you had to put it on at a certain speed or anything like that. Yeah. Ankles and wrists are sealed with tight latex gaskets. And again, if you have the latex uh, allergies, you can get neoprene. Size can be adjusted to your measurements by cutting off a few centimeters. So if, you know, if it's going up too much next to your chin or, or if it's too tight. coming out past your hands, yeah. you know, cut off a little bit. And yeah. And, and they're designed, I, if it's the same as uh, scuba diving suits, you, you have, it's like a long cone. Yeah. And the more you cut off the cone, the, the bigger the opening is going to be. So you can custom cut it and fit it to your neck size. Exactly. Uh, the neck, we work with different designs and material choices. The Dynamic has a simple neoprene gasket for comfort. The Ultimate has a neoprene covered with fabric for ins extra insulation. The Magic is made with tight latex neck gasket for 100% waterproofness. In case of allergies, any suit can be ordered in neoprene. Huh. And the Sporty Dynamic has a tight fit minimizing wind resistance. The Ultimate and the Magic have a wider cut for additional comfort and to allow more layers underneath. So those are, those are the ones for the uh, the colder weather and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, they make them bigger and a bit baggier so that you can put more stuff underneath, right? And just get to those extra minus temperatures. Yeah. Perfect fit is crucial for any paddle suit. They offer their made to measure, which I, I mentioned there. So yeah, you just choose the make to measure option when you're buying online and... Uh, whatever your chest size, length, arms, huh. all that sort of stuff. It'll make it exactly to fit you. So you don't have to worry about the, you know, small, large, extra exactly. large, whatever, right? Yeah. Because bodies are different. People are different. So yeah, if they can, if you can get a custom fit one. That's perfect. Lightweight YKK Aquaseal zippers designed for outdoor and active marine sportswear, 100% waterproof, made for saltwater environments. High quality plastic is roughly half the weight of a conventional metal zipper and very flexible. Smooth and easy opening and closing allow you to get in and out of the suit quickly. Now, that's the only thing I'm 
raising little red flags. What's that? Plastic. Oh. They say they're 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 plastic, as opposed to metal. It, but it's it's a high quality plastic. Yes. But when you're dealing with really cold temperatures and ice plastic and stuff like that, yeah. That so that's the only thing that I, that I would. Uh, they say they're designed for extreme outdoor, but well, I think if something's going to fail, that's going to be the fail point right yes, there. I I agree. We offer various zipper layouts. Uh, the dynamic and the ultimate have a vertical front zipper for comfort, allowing to open, allowing to open neck and cool down. Okay. Right. The magic has a vertical front zipper across the torso to keep the neck gasket sealed. And what else they got here? Oh, additional features on their suits. The waterproof pockets with the zippers, adjustable waist straps, guaranteeing optimal fit. Adjustable straps to fasten any extra fabric on the wrists and ankles. Front relief zipper on the men's magic. So if you need to tinkle while you're out there. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> a removable hood on the ultimate. Footlets on the ultimate and it has an option on the magic as well. And various color options to customize your design of your dynamic and magic. Now, yeah, because I noticed the uh, X-Lite and the... Um, Oh, what was the other one? I'm just drawing a blank here now. Dynamic, Dynamic ultimate. ultimate. Oh, oh, yeah. Dynamic yes. magic. Yeah, the ultimate. Yeah. Um, they didn't come with colors. You get red. Oh, okay. Just red. No, it was just just red. red's available. Just red. Yep. Just red. They also sell dry socks and dry gloves. So if you want to get the pick up some of those, they do sell them. And again, if you want to test, they call it a test ride. Yes. The suit. And you, that's you that. fantastic. It is. That's like uh, Casper mattresses or ND mattresses. It's like, yeah. hey, try for a hundred days. And I just like don't know. I mean, coming from Portugal. Yeah, it could be know, a bit problem. It could be a bit pricey too. And if something does go wrong, they do repair the suits as well. Yes. They have their own. You send it back and they'll repair if the zipper goes or something like that. They can, they'll repair it for you. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I mean, this is fantastic for, for stand-up paddle boarding, right? All these guys that are out there stand-up paddle boarding, they can go all season now and they can stay dry. They can stay warm for, you know, a third of the, two thirds of the cost, that sort of deal. And this is fantastic. But for kayakers and canoeists, stuff like that, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. However, that's... <laughs> That's why so thought of that. what I caught, what caught my eye to begin with was paddleskin.com. So subskin.com has been around since 2011. Well, now they have brought out paddleskin and it's dry suit innovation for paddlers in kayaks, surf skis, sea kayaks, and canoes. So it's, it's reinforced. So if you're sitting a lot or you're doing a lot of consistent motion and sitting down and it's going to get rid of those rub spots, it's going to be hardened. Yeah. A waterproof, light, highly breathable dry suit optimized for unrestricted movement of the upper body while seated comfortably. Because the other one, I mean, the stand up paddle boards, you're standing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're not, you're, I mean, you're, you're standing, you're not, you're not sitting, rubbing, anything like that, moving side to side. Anything like that. Technology behind paddle skin is based on seven years research and development by Supskin. 
which has revolutionized stand-up paddle, paddling clothing and is now making technology available to the kayak market. That's fantastic. Uh, durable yet highly flexible four-way stretch fabric, again, allows for big paddle movements in the shoulders and arms. Fabric is both water and windproof and high breathability. So it's all the same material that they're using in the sup, sup skins uh, that they're using in these ones. Reinforced fabric around the back and knees protects the suit in exposed areas. So if you got your back against the, the kayak back rest. It's rubbing. And you're moving and it's rubbing. Yeah. Well, it's extra. And see on your butt, it's got extra padding there and your le- your knees, your hips, that sort of thing. They put a lot of effort and thought into these. They did. Built-in neoprene cushion improves seating comfort. Oh, there you go. The wide cut with extra fabric on the back is designed specifically for a seated position, allows a full range of paddle movements in the shoulders and arms. So they've actually put on the back extra material so that oh, you okay, are yeah, yeah. sitting. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because you, when yes. you sit, everything stretches. Yeah. Well, they've taken into account for that to make it a put more like baggy or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it in the back. That you bend in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because this is so new, um, like they don't have a ton of stuff on paddle skin yet no. on their website or anything. Unisex sizing, extra small to extra, extra large. And the weight is 1300 grams. And that's not bad. That's not bad as well. I couldn't find any pricing on this, but I got to think it's going to be maybe equivalent to, um, the, the stand up paddleboard versions as well. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it really isn't too bad. And like I say, if if I can guess if I could get something like this that's stretchy stretchy, it's for more forgiving, it's yeah. still waterproof, yeah, dry. I yeah. can I can put a couple extra pieces of clothing underneath. I de- I definitely like to see one of these and uh Oh yeah. Now now I looked online and I couldn't find any North American dealers. I'm not finding any dealers at all. Yeah. Yeah. Everything seems to be in Europe and online. So I wonder what, wonder what customs would do with something like this. What kind of duties you'd have to pay. Yeah. See, that's, that's the big thing with that is. It's the surprise because you can't predict that part. No, because it changed. Sometimes they, they bill you, sometimes they don't. So, so if you want to check these out, go to SUPSkin.com, all one word, SUPSkin.com. There's more information on there. There's videos on there that show what these things look like and how they're being used and seeing people using them. There's a whole lot more information on the specs and all that sort of stuff. But they really look like a, a good deal uh, without actually seeing one just from the research you did on this. Yep. They, they look pretty good. I'd, I'd definitely like to try one of these out and... I yeah, think it'd be uh, worth doing maybe for next fall or something or spring. I guess this spring even. Yeah, check Absolutely. one out uh, if they get more information on these these paddle skin ones. If we can test ride one of those ones, maybe have them send one over and let, give us a test ride and uh, check them out. Do a little video or something. But yeah, spring's coming and that'd be perfect time to use one. So check out uh, supskin.com and paddleskin.com if you're looking for something a bit different in the way of a dry suit for the coming season. Something a bit more flexible, something yeah. more breathable. And looks like a prison jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's take a quick break here and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about a contest that we're helping Camper Christina do. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. 
You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka and Halliburton. Welcome back. So Camper Christina dropped me a line the other day and said she's got some tickets to the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show to give away. And she said, listen, why don't you guys help me give them away? Uh, we'll do a little contest thingy. So we came up with a contest we're going to do here. It's a two-step process. Two-step? First step. You don't have to listen complicated. to Yeah, we have to listen to this week's podcast, which you're doing right now. <laughs> so first step's already done. <laughs> Listening to this week's Paddling Adventures radio podcast. Second, on Friday being tomorrow, Camper Christina is going to publish a post sometime during the day on her Camper Christina Facebook yes. page. Uh, if you're in Facebook, just do at Camper Christina, the little ampersand sign. The first person to comment with the correct code word from today's podcast will win two tickets to the show. So I told uh, Camper Christina that we would come up with a word. Yes. A we'll code word. Our secret code word. I told her I was going to use, I don't know, something like booger or jabberwocky <laughs> or send Sean and Derek beer and they will be your friend for a long time. Which is more of a phrase <laughs> than a word, but <laughs> send Sean and it Derek works. beer. <laughs> <laughs> booger. Now, now, now she's, she's nervous about <laughs> what word we're going to use. But we have to keep it, you know, PG. Yep, absolutely. You know, family friendly, because this is a family family friendly show. So the first time we went out paddling with Camper Christina, we went to Queen Elizabeth II Wildlands Provincial Park. Nice park. Uh, we nice, did some nice paddling, park. some fishing, did a quick swim, had lunch. Well, you guys did a quick swim. And we recorded some video, which you can see on Camper Christina's YouTube page. And for the record, in that video... I, Sean, predicted that Jim and Ted Baird would win <laughs> season four of Alone. I don't want to toot my own horn, but way to go, Jim and Ted. <laughs> you did predict. Called it. So, and I think, I think the reason I called it was because Jim got a haircut and uh, the people that built the log cabin spent way too much energy building that log cabin. Yes. So that was my, my reason. Yeah. So <laughs> I call it. Uh, so to commemorate the first day out paddling with Camper Christina, because we hadn't been out paddling with her before, uh, we went to Head Lake. Yes. She, we did, uh, yeah, some good fishing in there and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, what a great way to commemorate that trip and do this contest. The code word will be Head Lake. Lake. So tomorrow, Friday, February 1st, 2019, and I say that because 
if you're listening to this next summer, <laughs> you're not cut up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Friday. You're, you're going. So Friday, February 1st, 2019, go to Camper Christina's Facebook page and find her post asking for the code word and comment head lake. Now she's going to say she's going to put it up tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Yes. But she sometime. doesn't say what time. She says she's going to put it up some point during the day. So you may have to check back a couple of times. Yes. But when you do see it there, be the first to comment and uh, you can get yourself two tickets to uh, the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show, which we're going to be wandering around there for a couple of days. And Camper Christina is actually presenting on the Outdoor Adventure Show, uh, or sorry, the uh, Adventures in Paddling stage on Saturday, February 23rd at 12 noon. She's going to be doing Pushing the Boundaries of Solo Paddling. So uh, if you do win the tickets, make sure you go and uh, see her do her presentation. And if you don't win the tickets, go see her do her presentation. Well, since we already know the password, could we win? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> congratulations to Sean and Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if I tell her a different password. There you go. We're the only ones that can win. Right. The only ones. Yeah. Why is everybody writing booger? <laughs> Beauty. Password. So good luck to everybody. Uh, like I say, check out Camper Christina's uh, Facebook page tomorrow. And when you see her little uh, post saying, what's the code word? The code word is head, head lake. lake. Like the thing on your shoulders. Head. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So speaking of, uh, events. And the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. And the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. What's on our paddling events and shows list? Upcoming events. So, uh, paddling events and shows coming up in the near future. So there is, of course, what we're just talking about, the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. That is February 22nd through 24th at the International Centre in Toronto. Uh... Same weekend uh, is the Wilderness and Canoe Symposium, February 22nd and 23rd, also in Toronto. Then there is, in March, the Quiet Water Symposium, March 2nd, Michigan State University in East Lansing, Michigan. And we will be there. We have actually got a booth and everything there this year. Yes, and I'm looking forward to seeing the rabbits That's going to be cool. And all the rabbits. All the rabbits. I'm thinking we should see if we can get an interview with a rabbit person. Like, somebody that sells massive rabbits. (laughs) I'm I'm going to pay more attention next time I'm there. I was just, my mind was blown the last time. I was like, what's with all the rabbits? Oh, yeah, because you never went last year. (laughs) No, I skipped last year. Yeah, yeah. Massive rabbit show there. Uh, and then shortly after that is Canoe Copia, March 8th through 10th at the Alliance Alliant Energy Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Then there's the, oh, this is a big event, the Paddling Film Fest, Tuesday, March 19th at Drums and Flats in Ajax, hosted by Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm thinking of going to that. <laughs> I might go too. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for tickets, you can find those on eventbrite.ca. Just type in, browse, there's a little thing up there that says browse, and you can just type in Paddling Film Festival, and ours is the first one. Uh, we have also have links on our Facebook page, and if you go to paddlingadventuresradio.com, there's a banner right at the top of our page. Click anywhere on that banner, it'll take you right to the tickets page. 15 bucks a pop. Um, come out and say hi. 108-inch, five, was it five or six? 
Um, there were, there's six there, there but six. one wasn't working. 108 yeah. inch big screen yeah, TVs. Huge. The whole, like two walls. Yeah. And we're watching these massive films on these massive screens. Yeah. yeah. So come out and uh, check that out on it's Tuesday, March 19th. Mm-hmm. And the final item on our list is the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium, April 13th at the Theatre of the Arts at the University of Waterloo. Which again, we'll have a table at. And we're, we'll be there. Uh, we're a sponsor of them every year. Yeah. Uh, for the last, last couple of years now. Yeah. It's always a great event. Lots of interesting people talks, uh, talking there about stuff. So yeah. So, uh, check those out. We'll be at one, two, three, four of those events. Yes. Canoe Copia is just not feasible with time restrictions this year, <laughs> but, yes. uh, we are looking at doing Canoe Copia next year. Yes. That is the one thing I do have on my list next year. Get it on our schedule. Get it on our schedule again. Um, get all the way out there, nice drive and see some stuff. Yeah. So, and if you are at the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show and you're at the Quiet Water Symposium, uh, our roving reporter, John Van Berger is going to be at both of those. Our foreign correspondent. foreign correspondent. (laughs) Is he coming up to the Backcountry Canoe Symposium as well? Uh, I don't know, but I do know he's going to be at the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. As a matter of fact, he's going to be sleeping in my uh, guest room. Is he? Yes. Really? He's my guest for the whole week. He's your guest. He's He's your guest. guest. (laughs) (laughs) He brings beer. He's the best. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You want to listen to the more of our episodes you can find us on itunes spotify google play player fm and the episode page on paddlingadventuresradio.com and you can also find us on our youtube channel which i put a new um video up this week oh did you i did it's a little video for all those people that are looking at all this bad weather oh it's a little little film i did five years ago now okay called Spring Will Come. Mm-hmm. So it's just gets you in the mood for spring. Awesome. There's birds, there's melting ice, there's sunshine. <sighs> it's great. <laughs> so check that out uh, as well. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. So now we got to get to the onto the uh, internet and contact Portugal and tell them, yes. hey, in time for spring, send us one of these. We need a couple uh, of these suits. Paddle skins. Let us give them a whirl. <laughs> check it out. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening this week and uh, hope to hear you come back again another day. So I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>